trivia, discussions, opinions, and the chance to have your say. Welcome to the Topical Resort.
every Friday night. This is Topical Resort, only on Radio Station. Sega is proud to present the Fan Choice Song of the Year for 2018. 
To know what it is about, go to radiose.ga slash song of 2018. There you can read the rules and you can nominate which songs you think were the best that were released by SEGA in the past 12 months. May the best song win! And with that, welcome back to the Topical Resort for another week. As always, I'm your host Green Vibrating for the next two and a bit, possibly even three hours. We're going to be playing you the music that is eligible for this year's Radio Sega Fan Choice Song of the Year 2018 competition. If you didn't just listen to Mr. Ravseek, basically, the gist of it is we are looking for the best song released this year, or between last November and this November, by Sega. So all you need to do, radioSE.ga forward slash song of 2018, vote for your five favourite tracks. It ranges from 1.5 to 5 points, so 5 points being your favourite. 1 point being... A track you still like, but not as much as all the others. And then the tracks with the most points will go through to the next round. And then from there, that is the round which will then decide the winner of this year's contest. On top of that, we're also going to be looking at the Fan Choice Remix of the Year, but that's later on in the show for now. It's all about that Fan Choice Song of the Year. And I can't stress enough, RadioSE.ga forward slash song of 2018 and cast your votes, because every vote does count. And it could mean that your favourite tracks will be in the running for the Song of the Year, Champion, Crown, whatever you want to call it. So what you just heard there was from Yakuza Zero, aka Ryo Gakotoku Zero. That was Judgment Referee, the full spec edition. That was that was one of the finalists last year. However, it did not win. If I remember correctly, it came in tenth place, or was it eighth? I can't remember. It was. Decently low down the list last year, but I mean if you want to technically get it back in there because it was released on PC this year Then you could do so, but I mean personally I'd recommend a bit more variety But I'm trying to play music from as many games as possible tonight, so that's why I put it in there But we also had before that a track from a brand new game one that just came out in October from Puyo Puyo Esports A sort of reskin of Puyo Puyo Tetris without the Tetris stuff, but it did have a few original tracks specifically nine of them and that was the untrained demon the untrained De- demon king ultimate legend and that's the second arranged version there's two that appear in that soundtrack that one in my opinion is the better of the two gotta be honest because the first one it's a really awesome rock track but the second one just goes in so hard it's oh it's it's metal i love it but yes uh thank you uh what was i gonna say Oh yeah, still got one more thing left to go. Um, so, from Sonic Forces, kicking off the block and kicking off the show, that was Virtual Enemies for Capital City from Sonic Forces, one of the Avatar songs, and I am, um, you know, uh, sorry, people keep sending me messages, I'm trying to think. Uh, yeah, that Sonic Forces, as I've mentioned, is probably my favourite soundtrack of the year, however, it did not get my track of the year, actually. Uh, there was one track which placed higher than a Sonic Forces track on my votes, which you'll be hearing a bit later on into the show, you'll be hearing what I voted for, but Capital City, it wasn't even actually on my list, but it's a track that I really love and I had to start off the show with that one. And uh, speaking of Sonic Forces, we've got plenty more coming up during the request block, because you guys really seem to want to pick Sonic Forces, so yeah, that's, that's all to play for later on into the show. Uh, for those of you listening in live, yes, you've probably noticed the issue, it's currently 46 minutes past 7 here in the UK. And if you know anything about the show, you know it starts at 7 o'clock. 
Well, I had a slight technical issue, which was the server didn't like my connection. I later found out that the issue was actually on my end, but it required a reinstall of my broadcasting software, which takes a long time, hence why we're so delayed. So I apologise, but thank you to everyone who tuned in anyway. It is much appreciated. Uh, I was also going to say something else. Ah, uh, yes. Speaking of which, you guys who are currently listening in, because there are quite a few of you, you're currently chatting all oh, in radiosegf forward slash Discord. And if you uh, want to come and chat, that is where you got to go. But currently we have Pokemon Trainer Brit, also known as Brit Gaming 98 We have Kefki, we have, we have Jamie64326, we have Twinny, we have myself, we have Supersonic Swag, we have J-Star Max, we've... We had some others earlier on while I was testing, but I don't know whether they disappeared again or where they are. But we also had Callum a bit earlier on, and we had Electric Boogaloo. And if you're lurking, hello to you. If you're listening on the podcast, there's nothing wrong. Hello to you. <laughs> there's uh, there's not going to be a 45-minute silent delay at the beginning of the podcast, I promise. Also, speaking of which, a huge thank you to J Star Max because he sent me in a request, and he was like, this would make an excellent talk bed. He was correct. This has made an excellent talk bed. This is the cabaret theme, or the cabaret theme, from Yakuza Kiwami 2. And I absolutely love it. This is a brilliant talk bed. In fact, at some point we may even have to use this on a regular show. Yeah, that that's how good it is. But anyway, that's enough rambling. It's about time we got onto the news, because this is still technically an off-topic episode. <coughs> uh, so, I'm going to be getting on to... Actually, no, I'm not, apparently. That's, uh, I, I thought I did mention you, Jamie. Hello, Jamie64326. The, uh, so he called me lazy in the chat room the other day, so therefore, that's why we cancelled the show for the first 45 minutes, and then the gag got old, so we had to actually start doing the show. That, that's, that's totally what happened, and not just the software breaking. But yeah, Jamie called me lazy, so I cancelled this week's show. I hope you don't mind, guys. But, uh, yeah, we've talked about fan choice, we can talk about where you vote, but apparently I'm not talking about the news until next segment, because we have more talk beds than we normally would tonight, so I really do have to make it count. So I do need to stretch them out for as long as possible, but... Yeah, so fan choice. Uh, speaking of which, have you guys already voted for fan choice? And if you have, I would like to know what you have voted for down in the chat. And another point of discussion is as well, please send me... Oh yeah, please send me the best... Black Friday deals because I have a hole so so deeply burning in my trousers where my wallet would be because I have money that needs spending. I need you to send me the best Black Friday deals here in the UK and uh, we may have to buy one live on air. Who knows? Uh, but yeah, if not, I'm going to probably just honestly buy the Pokeball Plus because I've been getting really into Pokemon Go and into Let's Go. So if, if you guys can't find me anything then uh, that, that's, that's going to have to be what I buy, so uh, find me something. It's also a good point of discussion, perhaps send me your, your craziest Black Friday deals that you found so far, that could be something interesting as well. But anyway, I think it's about time now that we got into some music, and then we'll be having a proper good ramble at the start of the next talk bed. But for now, we're going to get into one of the two Miku games that was released during the uh, 2018 period, so from November to November. And this one was re-released on... St- oh, this one is eligible, because even though it's a 2017 game, it was released on PC this year, back in January. And the game itself, it's honestly not very good. I wouldn't... I would not recommend it, but... And even then, the music, all of the music you recognise from previous Miku games, with the exception of one track. And I'm sure some of you probably already figured out what this track is. 
from Hatsune Miku Project Diva or Project uh, Hatsune Miku VR Future Live. This is Jivan Poker.
Up next, Request Resort. Send your request relating to the topic of the episode in a tweet to at Radio Sega or the Green Viper 8. Or send it in a Discord DM to Green Viper 8 through our Discord server at radiose.ga forward slash Discord. And with that, welcome back to the Topical Resort right here on Radio Sega. One thing I'm going to note tonight actually is there might be a lot of music you're like, hang on, I heard this on the show very recently. And you'd be correct, because in a lot of cases, I'm going to be picking you my favourite track from that game, which means, yeah, we you might have already heard it on the show before. So I do apologise for that one, but hey, uh, it's, it's not possible to do one of these types of shows without repeating music every now and then, so... Just, just don't be too irritated by it. But what you heard there was from Shining Resonance Refrain. That was a track that I played, I you know, like, August's off-topic, I think. That was Tawairo no. I had the pronunciation perfect in my head, and now it's just gone out the window. That was Tawairo no Aria with Sonia Blanche from Shining Resonance Refrain. That was a game released last year for the Switch, Xbox One, uh, PS4, and PC. And unlike all the other games, it wasn't a re-release of a previous... Actually, no, it was, wasn't it? It was a re-release of Shining Resonance. Ignore what I just said. Either way, it's a sort of new version of Shining Resonance. So that's pretty cool, I must say. But yeah, it's on Switch, PS4, Xbox One, and PC. So go ahead and pick that one up. I hear it's a pretty fun game if you're an RPG fan. Uh, Before that, from Crash Bandicoot 3, the Insane Trilogy version. That was Time Twister. Now, I've gone over this before on the show plenty of times. That was a 2017 game that was re-released in 2018, but I know what you're not thinking. It's an... I know what you're thinking. It's an Activision game, not a Sega game. But Sega released it in Japan for the Switch this year, meaning it is an eligible game for this year's fan choice competition. So go ahead and vote for some Crash Bandicoot 3. As I know quite a lot of you have, Crash Bandicoot has been very popular um, in the... in the votes so far from what I understand. Before that, from one boy, the dragons. This talk bed proves I know diddly about about Sega. What? A Yakuza track proves that I know nothing about Sega. What? Okay. Right. Sure. Before that, from Wonder Boy, the dragons trap. Brackets 2017. That was Hospital. Now you're already thinking. Well, it says brackets 2017 Viper. Therefore, it's released in 2017. Yeah, you're correct, but it came out physically in 2018. I'm going to da- dangle my Switch copy in front of the microphone, even though you cannot see it right now. Ooh, Wonderboy the Dragon's Trap, I'm holding it. Shouts to the British Andy, because he actually bought me this one, because I won a prize on last year's Winterfest for any Sega game I wanted. I'm like, yeah, I don't have the money for Wonderboy, so could you buy it for me? And he's like, yeah, sure, even though it isn't technically Sega, because it... I can see in the box it was released by Head Up Games and co-released by Nicholas. I don't really like Nicholas, but hey, physical Wonder Boy. Gotta be honest though, uh, maybe it's just because I don't have the nostalgic fact with it, but I wasn't huge on this game. Like, don't get me wrong, I think it's a good game, but I also think it has a lot of design issues that I just couldn't get over while I was playing it. I really should go back and finish it, but I was on easy. Di- I was on like the easy difficulty, and honestly, I was still struggling with some of the areas. It just felt very cheap and archaic in its design. But I can, I can definitely see why people like it. This release as well, the the hand-drawn visuals and the new music is all very nice. So I can appreciate this release. However, I'm, I don't know, just 
maybe if I had played the original Master System game a bit more before I played this one, then I would have a lot more appreciation for it. I know there's a lot of people who won't agree with that, but I'm not saying it's a bad game, it's just a game that I just couldn't get into personally. And kicking off the block was a 2017 game re-released in 2018, that was Hatsune Miku VR Future Live, and that's the only original track from the game because the rest of them are recycled. That was Yvan Polka, the uh, the tutorial song from most games, and I assume it's the tutorial song in that game as well, but I don't care because it, it's nice, that's, that's all i got to say. So yes, we are going to finally get into the news this month. So we're going to kick things off with Fantasy Star Sega Ages. Now you you know, if you've listened to this show, I absolutely adore the Sega Ages line of games. I have not exactly made this a secret. So, for those of you who don't know, they are a line of Switch releases of classic Sega games. Currently there's only three. There is Sonic the Hedgehog, Thunder Force 4 and Fantasy Star. Fancy Star already came out in Japan at the end of last month. And then, so the whole point of Sega Ages was that it was meant to release the same week in all regions. Then, so Fancy Star released at the end of last month in Japan. And then for some reason it was like mid, it's supposed to be mid-November here in the West, even though it was meant to release on the same week. Then, like, uh, then there was just complete radio silence and the release date came and went. And nothing. And then suddenly, like a week after the release day, Sega are like, hey, yeah, we're releasing it in December now. December 13th is the new date for the Western release of Fantasy Star Sega Ages. Now you're like, okay, whatever, it takes them a long time to translate this stuff. The Japanese version is already fully in English. The Japanese version is already in English. Why... Why have we waited like a month and a half when the game is already translated and ready to go? What? Sega, you're making my head hurt. Whatever, Fancy Star, Sega Ages. I hear it's a great port and it's coming out on the Switch December 13th here in the West. Go ahead and pick it up. So we also have the news that Sega Heroes is now available on iOS and Android. And you want my honest opinion? I think it's absolutely dreadful. Now, uh, I do have some reasoning for this. So I don't mind mobile games, it's a common misconception that I seem to dislike them. No, not really, I, I do like mobile games, I really enjoyed Sonic Runners, I've enjoyed some uh, I've, I've enjoyed some other mobile games, not really that many, I've recently got into Pokemon Go actually, but uh, Sega Heroes, no. So I'd, I don't mind the gameplay style actually, I think the match-free gameplay style is quite fun, it's obviously Candy Crush for, uh, for Sega fans, but the thing that really irks me about this release is there's like four different, oh uh, yeah thank you for that one Brit Gamer, Fancy Star was translated in 1988, ha 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 ha, but yes, uh, I mean like all the menus and stuff and the ROM itself and the map that appear in the release, or the Sega Ages release, they're already all in English. That's sort of what I meant, not the game itself. Everything is ready to go for the English release, it just didn't come out. Yeah, what I was trying to say was, Sega Heroes, it has like four different paywalls. So there's the in-game currency, and then there's the currency which you have to buy with money, which is the one that actually does stuff. That's a classic mobile games trick. 
to where the currency they give you tons and tons of is absolutely worthless because it can't buy anything. That's uh, that's like the oldest trick in the book. So two currencies, it uses... That's one trick it uses to get money out of you. Another trick is it forces you to grind really heavily because it locks you at certain levels unless you are a certain level. That's trick number two. Trick number three, I'm struggling to remember them already, is... What, what is trick... Oh yeah, it uses it uses false pretenses to sell in-game items which require money. So the example was there was a pack which advertised, "Hey, you can get Sonic, Tails, Amy, and Knuckles for only 150 gems." What the advertisement actually fails to in-depth or tell you in depth is that there's four different tiers. So the first tier only costs 150, then it slowly progresses in price. The first tier, which they advertised as being like the entire pack, that only gets you a level up for a character which you already own. So the entire thing they're advertising is a level up for a character, even though they've advertised it. It's, hey, you're getting all these four characters and a bunch of upgrades. So uh, misleading advertising is another tactic it uses. And there was another one, but I really can't think of it. But yeah, that's a whole lot of misleading tactics just to get you to put some money down. Oh yeah, and the other one is there is a charge time, actually, that's the fourth one. Uh, there is a certain amount of time required. So uh, you can only play a certain amount of times a day before you either have to pay real-world money, or you have to wait another day to play. Once again, another scummy tactic forcing you to purchase more in-game currency when you don't really need it. So uh, the issue I have with mobile games is I really don't mind it being like free-to-play. But Sega Heroes' business model is so scummy, there's like four different ways it tries to force you to pay money. Which, just no. Uh, the game itself is fine. Everything else, like, the, the, the business model is no. Just no. Yeah, that's true, trading standards could get involved, you're very right, Jamie. Honestly, there is enough for them to get involved. It's very misleading. So another thing was that Valkyria Chronicles 4 was announced as Strategy Game of the Year, or a, a nominee for Strategy Game of the Year, in the Game Awards. I don't give two monkeys about the Game Awards, but hey, the Valkyria Chronicles 4 honestly deserves to win. It is a great game, all things considered. Really wish sexism stuff wasn't in it, but uh, it's a good... The gameplay itself is what it's being judged on, and the gameplay itself is good. So, a congratulations to Valkyria Chronicles 4. And the final bit of news we're going to read out is that the... <laughs> this one made me really laugh. The new Sakura Wars will be shown soon. And according to Nagoshi, it is surprisingly good quality. Now, I'm not, I'm not a marketing expert. But is the phrase surprisingly good a good way to advertise your game? I, I don't think it is, funnily enough. I don't think that's a very good way of advertising your game. Hey guys, this game we spent ages working on and spent a ton of money on, we're actually surprised at how good it is, guys. You're not going to believe it. We actually shocked ourselves at how good our game was. That that doesn't give me a lot of confidence. But hey, Sakura, Sakura Wars is a great series, so I'm sure, I'm sure this game actually will be great. Just... That headline made me laugh, and we will be seeing it in quarter one of 2019, supposedly. So, all you Sakura Wars fans, go ahead and purchase. Purchase it. Whoa, okay, there's a Sonic sale on um, on all 
all platforms, so I'm going to be buying that. That looks like my Black Friday. <laughs> Chill sorted then. Uh, someone on Twitter who works for Sega says that sometimes, like in this case, it's just a difference in process and resources, referencing to Fantasy Star. Yeah, I'd believe that if you hadn't already translated the game fully into English, which you have, so I'm sorry, bullshit on that one. TCB says Runner's business model was also pretty scummy, but forcing you to use real-world currency and its RNG snafu. That is very true, actually. Yeah, Runner's did have that problem. The difference was you could sort of get around it because none of it was really required as such. It was just, oh, look at this stuff you could win on the roulette. Don't you want to win some? Yeah, you do, so go ahead and spend some money. Whereas Sega Heroes is actively, you cannot play this game until you pay us money. Which is arguably scummier in my opinion. That's, that's just me though. Uh, Brigamer also says there's a good deal on AA batteries for the Wavebird. Uh, it's 18 AA batteries for £7, which, yeah, that's okay, but I already have AA batteries in the cupboard, gonna be honest. But yeah, that's it. And also, speaking of which, hello to TCB, who was uh, the one who said about the runners stuff. So, hello to you, good sir. And with that in mind, it's almost time to get into your requests. And your requests this week have to relate to the um, to the fan choice re- or fan choice song competition. So nothing else, please, but anything that was released by Sega within the past 12 months, you can go ahead and request tonight. So I apologise to the people who already requested their usual off-topic stuff, but only this stuff allowed. But we have... I was going to say we have a great deal of variety, but we really don't. <laughs> because there's there's two different Sonic Forces tracks. One Sonic Mania track, uh, and two Persona tracks, and then there's one track from Crackdown. But there's still plenty of time to request, so if you want to do so, radiosc.g4/discord. I'm Green Viper over there, or you can uh, you can send us it on Twitter at radiosega at Topka Resort at the Green Viper or using the hashtag Topka Resort. If you're even feeling if you're even feeling ballsy enough, Topka Resort at gmail.com. All those different places you can get in your requests. But since I announced that this would be a fan choice episode so late, the first the first request came in only on Wednesday night. And who was that request from? That request was from Electric Boogaloo. So from the Mega Drive version of Crackdown, this is Oppression. And when we come back, we're going to be getting into some more Sega news. And hopefully it won't be as lull-worthy as the last bunch. See you then. Request Resorts.
Sega's Fan Choice Awards are here yet again, and it's about time we nominated some tracks for Song of the Year. If you're struggling with what to pick, here's what I went with. For one point, you can't go wrong with the main menu theme from Sega Ages. From a certain magical virtual on, Streak of Black Sorrow got two points. A fan favourite game from last year's competition put on its dancing shoes and proved you could still get down in daylight hours. The Atlas Kazuka remix of Tokyo Daylight from Persona 5 Dancing steals my three point position. Sonic Forces prove that dubstep and cheesy vocal themes go hand in hand. Best showed in Fading World for Imperial Tower, worthy of four points. And finally, Miku and Co prove that despite not having feelings, they can make a groovy song that provides endless enjoyment to those who experience it. Vox from Project Eva Future Tone DX edges out the competition and takes my top spot. That's the tracks I picked for this year's Song of the Year competition. Do you agree or disagree? Cast your votes, visit radiose.ga forward slash song of 2018, read the rules and submit your picks for a chance for them to enter the next round. Entries close on the 7th of December. So there we go, you've heard my picks, but you've also heard some of your picks because that was the request segment. A nice segue there if I do say so myself. 
From Persona 5 Dancing Star Knight, that was Rivers in the Desert, the Mito remix, requested by Twinny, as that was one of his his picks for this year's fan fan choice song of the year competition. For that, from Sonic Forces, that was, that was Casino Forest, requested by Jamie64326. Or should I say, Jamie sucks for free to sucks. Because he sucks. Before that, from Persona 4 Dancing All Night, the DLC track, that was Heaven, featuring Hatsune Miku, the Atolls remix, and that was requested by J Star Max. And I let him have two requests tonight because I was going to play a track from Persona 4 Dancing anyway, and I was like, eh, may as well play his, his pick because I've never heard this one before. It's very good. Before that, uh, that was a Brit Gamer's number or five point pick that was from Sonic Mania Plus that was the pinball bonus stage known as Trap Tower a remix of the track from Sega Sonic Arcade it's one of my favourites but it didn't make the list this year I nah for that from Fantasy Star Online 2 that was Realization The Earth Battle and that was requested by TCB and I completely forgot that Fantasy Star Online 2 still existed so I should probably put that on the list so that game is eligible again this year, so be sure to focus on Fantasy Star Online if you're a fan of the game. For that, another pick from J Star Max from the Persona 3 and 5 Dancing DLC that was voiced the Atlas Tsuchiya remix. Yes, Tsuchiya is what we're going to go with. And you may have noticed, yes, both of the DLC tracks for Persona 4 and Persona 3 and 5 Dancing aren't on the playlist. That's for a good reason. Because I haven't been able to find any direct MP3 or FLAC or whatever rips of the music. It's all just been like recorded for an auxiliary lead and put onto YouTube. To be fair, that three and five dancing DLC track didn't sound too bad. It, it on my end, it actually sounded fine. But I'd still prefer to have proper in-game rips of the tracks, which is what I'm currently waiting on. I've sent out a call for some people to uh, to do some. So hopefully they get back to me on that soon enough. And uh, maybe we'll have the Persona 3, 5, and 4 dancing DLCs available on the playlist. I, I want them on the playlist because they are really good tracks. For that, from Sonic Forces, that was Ghost Town. That was requested by Callum. I've never actually heard the OST version of that track. I've only ever heard the in-game version, which is cut short by like a minute. It's my first time listening to that one. That's a very good track. Once again, not one of my favourites, but it, it's, it's okay. For that from Crackdown, the Mega Drive version, that was Oppression and that was included in the Mega Drive Classics pack that released on PS4 and Xbox One this year. So yeah, that that was that and that was requested by Electric Boogaloo. And you know how much I hate and despise the Mega Drive Classics pack. But I, I, I pre-ordered it on Switch, <laughs> so I, I don't get a ground to complain about it anymore. But if you ever feel bad about yourself, just know that thanks to it releasing in December, that means the game is also eligible for next year's fan choice song competition. Please go away, Mega Drive Classics. Just, just go away and leave, and no one will miss you. That's all I'm gonna say. Uh, well, let's see what you guys have been saying in the chat. Uh, I, I've already, I've already seen uh, Brute Gamer's snarky comment about Eevee. Eevee is still better than Pikachu. We're still having this war. Pikachu, Pikachu sucks. Eevee is brilliant. That's all I have to say. Speaking of Brit Gamer, and speaking of his bad opinions, he's just sent me his uh, he's, he sent me his top five for this year's fan choice competition. Speaking of which, RadioSC.gf forward slash song of 2018, as you all know, vote for your five favourite tracks of the year. But his five favourite tracks, for one point, he went with Sonic Forces Ghost Town. For two points, he went with Stardust Speedway Act Something, because he cut off the act number. I'm going to guess it was probably two. So, Sonic Mania Plus, Data Speedway Act 2. 
Three points went with the main menu theme from Sega Ages. Four points, Light of Hope from Sonic Forces. And five points, Trap Tower from Sonic Mania Plus. A, a lot of Sonic in there, I'm going to admit. All five of them are somewhat related to Sonic, but there we go. But he did, he did tell me that apparently he wanted to vote for a Crash track, but forgot that Crash was eligible. But hey, Crash is eligible, so vote for some Crash music if you're a fan of the series, which, trust me, uh, I think a lot of people... I haven't actually seen the results of the survey so far, but I, I just hear a lot of people have voted for Crash. Anyway, on to the news, because it's news time, baby. And the first news is a piece of news about Puyo Puyo. Nom, 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 nom. Yes, Puyo Puyo Esports is possibly being localised under Puyo Puyo Champions, as that was trademarked very recently. And Champions relates to the whole competitive aspect of the game, and it's honestly a lot more fitting of a name, in my opinion. So Puyo Puyo Champions could possibly be coming over to the West very soon. If you haven't already, though, be sure to pick up a copy of Puyo Puyo Esports if you're a fan of the series. All you need to do is make a Japanese eShop account, which isn't too difficult, actually, because unlike PSN, it doesn't ask you for an address. It just asks you to say which country you're in, and you just go, yeah, I'm in Japan. And it goes, okay, I believe you, you're in Japan. Then after that, all you need to do is buy an eShop card, which are very cheap, and you can get yourself a copy of the game. And I think the deal runs out today, actually. There was a deal where you could get the game for 500 yen instead of the usual 2,000 yen. Which is a steal, that makes it about £3 here in the UK. And uh, I picked that up ASAP because Puyo Puyo Champions or Puyo Esports is a pretty good game, i got to say. Yeah, it's very samey as Puyo Puyo Tetris. Personally, I think I'm going to be sticking to Puyo Puyo Tetris. But I really do like the music and I also like the competitive aspect of it. I just suck. I suck completely at competitive Puyo, so... I'm not too much into that, I'd rather be playing some friend matches myself, so I'm going to be going back to Puyo Tetris, but it's a nice little thing to have Puyo Esports, so go ahead and pick that up if you're a fan. Sonic Forces is now finally available on Spotify, after, like what, uh, a year of the soundtrack being out almost? If I recall correctly, the soundtrack came out 7th of December, it came out while I was doing exams, I remember this. Because I have a really weird story with this soundtrack, so I'm very poor. <laughs> no, I'm joking, but uh, um, you know, I at the time I didn't have enough money to pay for the soundtrack. And what I would normally do is I'd browse like video game music sites such as FF Shrine and uh, a few others, and it was nowhere to be found Sonic Forces at all. I I searched far and wide for like genuinely about five hours to find the soundtrack. Couldn't find anything. PT Kickass, our lovely show host of the Blue Zone, or the ex-host because it's currently not on the air. PT Kickass goes, oh yeah, I searched for it on a Russian site and I found it instantly. So, uh, yeah, that's how Sonic Forces came to be on our playlist and that's also how I came to... I was the first person actually to come into a... or come, get a hold of, the, of a copy of a quote-unquote... I don't know, I was the first person to circulate a copy that wasn't on Amazon or iTunes or anything. So, yeah, that's, that's a cool little story. But it's finally on Spotify for those of you who are into Spotify. I, I'm not. I don't I don't like the service at all, to be honest. Perhaps, perhaps I'm just too old for this. Who knows? Because uh, Spotify, I, I, I like owning my music. I like being able to play it without adverts. I like not having to pay a subscription to listen to my music. And most importantly, Spotify doesn't have half the music I listen to. Like, you, can't, you can't tell me that Spotify are going to have something like... Sonic Adventure Remix or something like Top Skater on their uh, on their servers. So why should I pay eight pound if it doesn't have half the music I want to listen to? 
on top of that, even if it did have all the music I want to listen to, I just don't really like it as a service. It has a lot of tracking stuff, and you can't actually fully download your music. You're just downloading a license to your music. When you actually get Spotify Premium, you're not even actually putting the track onto your phone. Even though it says download, they're just lying to you. So yeah, there's that. Uh, there's also the... F uh, what was the final bit of news I was going to talk about? Because I think there's only a few more pieces of news left. I'm fairly certain there is. Yeah, there's two pieces of news. So, Virtua Fighter's logo has been trademark renewed, and there's new f files for a new trademark called Battle Genesis. So, this is a new IP. I assume Battle Genesis is going to be a new IP. But Virtua Fighter is, well, just being re-trademarked. But could they be in some way related? Because Battle Genesis does sound like it could be a versus game, sort of like a fighting game. So, I'm crossing my fingers for we Virtua Fighter fans out there. I'm not a huge fan of the series, but I, I appreciate them and I appreciate the music, but I'm not a fighting game guy at all. That's that's Ravsy. <laughs> and the final bit of news is that Double Switch, a Double Switch remaster for PS4 is available through Limited Run Games. So, if you don't know, it, it's another one of those FMV Sega CD games. And uh, what's the company who makes these now? It's like something pictures something. Uh... Where is it? Screaming Villains, are they the ones who do this? I think it is Screaming Villains, so... Uh, yeah, another release by them, the last time they did Night Trap before this, and that also got a limited physical release, so... If you're interested and there's still copies available, get a copy of the Double Switch Remaster. If not, uh, buy it digitally, because I assume it will be digital. And on top of that, the final bit of news is that Akira will be appearing in Super Smash Bros. Ultimate as an assist trophy. That sort of explains itself. I don't really have anything more to say. You may have noticed we've only talked about the news for two talk beds. And we're already done. This has been a very slow news month. So I'm almost glad that I didn't do a standard off-topic episode because I would have I would have run out of news instantly. <laughs> There's literally nothing here this month. There's like six, seven pieces of news. So we're going to have to fill the next two talk beds with something, so uh, anything you want to discuss down in the chat, let me know. If, we, if you've got any more of those crazy Black Friday deals, let me know. But for now, it's time to get into some more music, and this is a game that I forgot existed this year, but it did exist. It came out in February. In fact, I'm once again holding a copy of it in my hand. This wasn't on the original fan choice list, although I later went back and added it. And this is a game that we play so much on this show, you've heard every major track from this game countless times. And there's no way of beating around the bush, there was only one track that we could play, and there's only one track that we'll probably end up getting voted for. From Bayonetta, this is the climax mix of Fly Me To The Moon. Enjoy.
That was the main menu th- or the main theme to Sega Mega Drive's classics right there. A theme so lazy they stole it from a previous collection known as Sega Vintage Collection, and that was actually the menu music for the Streets of Rage 2 release. And in fact, it's a game so lazy that it was just confirmed that the Switch release is actually going to be inferior to the Xbox One and PS4 versions because they lost the rights to the two Wonder Boy games. So there is now two less games in this release than there are in the PS4 and Xbox One release, and this game costs more new than those two releases ever did. And it has less games, and it's going to run worse. But I still have my pre-order because I know it's going to be an absolute travesty of a situation, so I want front row seats, so I'm putting down the money for a copy because this is going to be an absolute joke. I'm trying to refrain from swearing, but yeah, uh, it's just going to be dreadful. The game's the game runs poorly on X, Xbox One and PS4, vastly powerful consoles in comparison to the Switch, so you can only imagine it's going to run at less than 30 frames a second on Switch. And on top of that, they're having now licensing issues with the games that were in the original release that came out like l- half a year ago. They already started to have licensing issues. You can see why I've got my copy pre-ordered because I'm going to be covering it. I'm going to be covering it probably on YouTube or something or on Twitter or whatever because it oh, it's just going to be so good when this drops. Before that was a track which you heard very recently. You heard it on the on the Crash Bandicoot episode, which was only last month, from SNK Heroines Tag Team Frenzy. That was the main theme known as Kresk. Once again, a track I really wish I had voted for, but I didn't. For that from Shenmue, that was the main menu theme of What's Shenmue, the bonus disc that came with the Dreamcast versions of the game, which wasn't included within the HD re-releases I just remembered, so perhaps a bit redundant, but it's a nice piece of music. And kicking off the box, a track from Bayonetta, a game which was re-released as a, oh, it was re-released in digital format alongside Bayonetta 2 which came out this year on the Switch back in February. That was the Climax Mix of Fly Me to the Moon. And now we are back with the most useless talk bed of all time. Because I still have two more talk beds, but the other one I actually have stuff to talk about on. This one is only here because I needed four more music slots, so I put in an extra talk bed just to justify having more music slots. So, uh, yeah talk, 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 talk. We've already talked about what I was going to talk about, which was the fact that Wonder Boy is not going to be in the Switch version of Mega Drive Classics. Absolute jo- an absolute joke. Actually, one thing I guess I could talk about is the fact that I'm not actually going to discuss anything about it, don't worry. But Super Smash Bros. Ultimate is starting to get leaked on the internet. So, you know, lock up the house, hide your wife, hide your kids. Because... Uh, because a store in Mexico has started selling early copies of the game and I'm sure it's not long until someone rips it and puts it online. So, yeah, copies exist. There's images of people holding them and stuff. They are actually in the wild and people now have them. There is footage online, so be very careful. Someone I know, or actually it was Callum, I can tell you. Callum has already come across footage of a boss fight which was meant to be a secret and a really sort of cool... A uh, little cool bonus, but now he's been spoiled in it. So, just as a word of warning, block any words related to Smash Ultimate on your social media if you don't want to get spoiled. But if you're fine with getting spoiled, then uh, 
obviously the spoilers are now out there, so go ahead and seek them if you want to. But we will not be relaying them on the show. We will not be relaying them in the Discord chat, so do not worry if you're not wanting to get leaked. Uh, Brick Gamer says, talk about my Pokemon Let's Go experiences. I'm not really sure what I can talk about, to be honest. Uh, I'm current. I've currently put in about 15 hours. I'm. I just. Uh, I'm almost at the fourth gym. It, that's where I currently am. But a lot of my time in it has either been spent like trying to catch Pokemon or being playing friend battles. But I, I haven't played it in a few days actually. I should get back to it tonight. But I've been busy playing. Uh, some of you in the chat room will notice. I've been, I've been busy playing Marikart Wii Item Rain, an incredible mod for Marikart Wii, obviously on the Nintendo Wii. That uh, basically the easiest way to describe it is items fall from the sky, and you'd think that sounds like a horrible idea. Yeah, but they can also land on the floor. Every single item in the game can land on the floor after being rained from the sky. So that means not only can you get bullets and mega mushrooms and golden mushrooms and stars and all this sort of stuff, there's also bombs, thundercloud, pals, red shells, green shells, all this sort of stuff. So it is actually very balanced. You would think it wouldn't be, but it is. Very much so, and it is ridiculously fun because you need to always be aware of your surroundings, and that's where the fun actually comes in. You're always got to keep an eye out for like, is there a bullet over there? Is there a star over there? That uh, I got absolutely addicted. Like I was someone who liked Mercart Week anyway, to be honest. But I, I played I played it for like four hours on a Thursday night. Please go and check it out if you have a modded Wii. It's a great mod. But yeah, Pokemon Let's Go has, I, as you can tell, even by the conversation, I've been distracted by that over Pokemon Let's Go. But it is a really fun game so far. I'm not, sh I'm not sure about the complaints that people have been giving with sort of, it's not a real Pokemon game, because I think it's really close to a real Pokemon game, just the catching mechanics aren't what everyone likes. I will say as well with the catching mechanics, uh, my issue with them is when playing in docked mode, it's not precise at all. Like, um, Let me get my Joy-Con actually. There's no point in doing this, because you can't see what I'm doing at all, because this is a radio show. But I will sort of be holding my Joy-Con like straight on, facing the monitor or facing the switch. I throw it, and it goes in a completely different direction to the way I've tilted my Joy-Con. When I'm playing in do oh, in handheld mode, I love the catching mechanics. It's completely fine, but it's it's quite messy when playing in docked mode. It's not accurate. It will throw Pokeballs all over the place. Aside from that, I really like the game. I'm having a lot of fun, obviously learning the t like you know what different types I should use for each situation. Having fun leveling up the characters. I'm actually having fun with the catching stuff when it works. I'm having fun with the battling mechanics and the story. So yeah, I'm really enjoying it as a game. Actually, this is coming from someone who tried playing Pokemon but never really liked it. This is a really fun game, and hopefully, this has sort of been like a sort of a little little I don't know like gateway into uh, into getting into the rest of the series because this game is really fun so I'm hoping that further uh, for, uh, I guess I hope that further titles continue in the traditional RPG formula but I, I do still hope that we're gonna have some games like this maybe like a gen 2 remake in this style I'd be really down for that but on top of that that's also led on to my Pokemon Go addiction which I've, I've started up properly today so, uh, Pokemon Go connects to the game and it lets you transfer Pokemon to and from the game as well as items, etc, etc. Which is really cool, but it's also quite broken because Pokemon Go uh, has some really good Pokemon that are quite easy to catch versus versus in-game, which is a lot harder to catch them. So, maybe a slight bit broken in a sense. 
But I'm really enjoying playing Pokemon Go as well as Pokemon Let's Go. But I am... Um, as I mentioned earlier, if I can't find any Black Friday deals or any Cyber Monday deals, I'm going to pick up the Pokeball Plus. I'm going to find the cheapest possible price for it and just order it because... I don't know. I'm, I'm not a big fan of the Joy-Con controls in Docked. On top of that, I, pl I play the game enough and I feel like I'm going to play Pokemon Go enough to where I feel I can justify the £40 purchase. Because I can really see myself getting into Pokemon Go like properly anywhere I go, check for Pokemon around the area, get some good ones. I can see myself getting into that and on top of that I can uh, I can really see myself getting into like shiny hunting on Let's Go and leveling up all my Pokemon. So I think it is a justified purchase. Everyone's like, £40 too much. I guess it's true. But if you're like deeply into the game, I think it's a worthy purchase. And uh, perhaps anyone who already has it can back me up on this and uh, tell me whether it's a good deal or not. But I, I think, for, at least for me, I think it's a good deal for the price. It's more than just the controller, in a sense. So, BrickGamer wants me to talk about why Pikachu is the best starter. And it's just it's just simply not true, really, is it, Brick Gamer? So obviously we're having this friendly rivalry beef between Eevee and Pikachu. I do like Pikachu, it, I, obviously it's fake rivalry beef, I do quite like Pikachu, but I just really like Eevee as a Pokemon. That's why I went with Eevee as my starter. I, I like the design more. I keep trying to win a plush of Eevee actually on an app that I'm currently using. I've been trying for absolutely ages to win it, it if, if I could win it that'd be nice. But yeah, no, I, I caught the. So luckily with the game, it's pretty easy to catch the other starter Pokemon. So I went out of my way to catch a Pikachu because I wanted both of them on my team. So I did that. We got both of them on the team now. But I just wanted the Eevee version of the game, and then we got uh, Pikachu as a secondary character in the team. He hasn't left my team yet, even though his moves are quite naff, to be honest. I really do need to get leveling him up more. And thank you, Jamie. You agree with me there. See, someone around here has to have good taste, or otherwise none of us would. Speaking of good taste, let's get into the track which you guys elected as Fan Choice Song of the Year 2017. This was number one by an absolute landslide, and I think for good reason. Although I did say at the time, I also associate this track with 2016, because this track first came out when this game was first announced back in July 2016. From the original Sonic Mania, this is Lights, Camera. Action for Studiopolis Act One.
same host, different topic. This is the topical resort.
What a, a different talk, Ped. I know, I would never have expected this either. Welcome back to the Topical Resort, right here on Radio Sega. What you heard there was a track which everyone seems to love from a certain magical virtual on. That was Streak of Black Sorrow. That got my two points in my, uh, uh, my Song of 2018 poll. And that got four points in Ravseek's one. And I'm sure somebody else has probably voted for it because it's a pretty popular... Pretty, uh, pretty popular track over on the 24-7 and for good reason I think I quite like that track for that from Hatsune Miku Project Eva Future Tone DX that was the second of the two Miku games released during the 2018 period that was Sand Planet one of the two original uh, in-game tracks released for the game a lot of the other ones are either were already either in the original Future Tone or in the arcade version of Future Tone or have been in something else, but there was only two tracks in the rhythm game mode that you were unique, Ghost Rule and that one known as Sand Planet. Once again, didn't get any of my points, but I, I quite like the track. It's a very good one. For that from Fist of the North Star, Lost Paradise. That was versus Devil Reverse. And yeah, it's a pretty good soundtrack uh, overall, gotta say. That's, that's quite a nice track as well. Not one of my favourite Yakuza soundtracks, honestly. Or, you know, Yakuza Studio soundtracks, honestly. I think there's better out there, but there's also a lot worse. I, it's got some nice guitar riffs and stuff. And for that was a track from the original Sonic Mania, but it's also in Sonic Mania Plus, and that was last year's Song of the Year. That was Lights, Camera, Action. That was Studiopolis Act 1. And that counts this year, but please don't vote for it again. I beg you, I just played it for consistency's sake. But yeah, even though it is eligible, pick something different this year. We said the same last year because... 2016 Song of the Year was uh, Tokyo The Trials Grow Complex and Teddy Lloyd remix. That was also eligible last year, so we begged you not to vote for that again last year. We're going to do the same for Sonic Mania. Please don't vote for Lights, Camera, Action. I know that makes you m more likely to want to do it, but we want to have a different result this year. It would be nice to have one, so vote for anything except for that. Yeah, that's, that's not a good way to tell. Don't tell people, vote for anything except this track, because you're obviously going to do it now, aren't you? So why have we got a different talk bed here? Well, that's for good reason, because it's my job now, apparently. Yeah, I know. It's my job to do something around here. To launch the new SMD poll. So every Friday night, oh, most Friday nights, Rexy would normally launch the Sega Mixer Drive polls. So she's looking for the remix of the year, whereas Rav Sue's looking for the song of the year. So we're currently, I believe, on, is this the fourth poll or is it the third one? Either way, we're quite a few polls in. And it's my job, apparently, now to vote or to uh, get you guys to vote for this year's Autumn Poll, which uh, we've got quite a lot of the tracks in. So that is RadioSC.G forward slash SMD Autumn. I'm going to play you the bumper and all the tracks in a... Oh, Rexy created a promo. Sorry, people keep really throwing me off because they're messaging me. Uh... Rexy created a promo which contains snippets of all the tracks. I'm going to be playing you that, and then I'm going to be playing you my four favourite tracks out of the entire thing. But first of all, I'm going to visit RadioSC.G forward slash SMD Autumn because I'm actually going to um, vote for my vote for the tracks myself because I haven't done so yet. But uh, yeah, Jamie Jamie says this is the fourth poll, so thank you, Jamie. Um, this is the fourth poll. Good to know. So with that in mind, I'm going to. But I have to vote for 12, really? That's a lot of the tracks. <laughs> I haven't opened this before. I've heard all of them, but I don't know if I can vote for 12. That's a whole bunch of tracks. But I'm going to vote for them right now. I'm going to go for Micah's Remix of the Tomato Convenience Store. I'm going to go for Audio Sprite, The Battle of Turtle Village. I'm going to go for Carl AB5000's Remix of Supersonic Racing. 
I'm gonna go for Overclocked University's Twin Seeds Flyby. Oh uh, god, what sort of name is this? I'm gonna go for Lowell's A's remix of Bridge Porn from Streets of Rage. Keep the groove in. I'm gonna go with Prison Lane by Mo Momega. I'm gonna go with Night Brackets Fall from Rio X, a remix of Shenmue. I'm gonna go with John Bastiste's remix of Green Hill Zone. I'm gonna go with Micah's remix of Mystic Cave. Uh, Micah's remix of Mystic Cave 2 player as well. I'm running out of stuff here. Kamex's remix of Imperial Tower. There's one more that I haven't voted for, I swear. That I um that I wanted to vote for. Where is it? There's one that I haven't voted. Oh yeah, here we go. Prince Prince of Darkness and Supercell Brothers, Mushrooms and Knuckles. So how many is that now? That's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Yes, I did it. I voted for twelve tracks. I'm proud of myself. There we go. With that in, uh, it's pronounced Lolzie. Lolzie. There we go. Okay, so uh, Electric sent me a bunch of stuff, but yeah, that was my that was my twelve picks for SMD Autumn, and you can vote too. Over at, did someone already link it? I don't think they did. HTTP forward slash SMD Autumn. So that's the link down in the chat room. Please go and vote for your favourite tracks, and I'm about to play you four tracks that I happen to love. And that's not just like, I happen to love them, they're, the f if I had to pick four favourites from this block, they would be these ones. But yeah, you guys also tell me what your favourite tracks are, based on the ones you already know, but I'm going to quickly read Electric's message and then we're going to pop off and let Rexy do her manic thing during the promo. So Double Switch on PS4 is sold out of limited run games according to him, except for the digital ver- or expected digital version to come out soon. He also says that Sega owns the Wonderboy name and characters, but the rights to the code and other elements belong to Latcorp, who inherited the IP of Western Bit Entertainment when they went bankrupt. So the loss of those games on the Sega Switch Genesis Classics Collection is not surprising, and yet that's pretty much what I said. The licensing stuff is an absolute mess for Wonderboy. That's why different people own different parts of the series, so much like Toe Jam and it's a bit difficult to do anything with Wonderboy. At least on Sega's perspective, it's a lot easier for other companies. And uh, it's Louisa, but it, it, I, I'm going to pronounce it Lose because it's funny. <laughs> yeah, Louisa. There we go. So Louisa with Bridge Porn. It's a bit of a weird name for a remix. But there we go. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed this music. This is the main menu theme to Puyo Esports. And it, I obviously picked it because it's a remix. That's the whole reason why I picked it. But Jamie also wanted this one as a request. But hey, here it is. And we're going to be getting on right now. So here is Rexy, and she's going to tell you, and she's going to give you snippets of all the tracks you can vote for in SMD Autumn's poll. So enjoy. First up is Micah again, with the first of three Shenmue remixes from Arthur Convenience Store. Amistall Music did another Patreon dedication for a Sonic fan. At dawn. Little V Mills is one of two artists that covered a Sonic Adventure 2 classic. Live and learn. Audio Sprite's five entries here, all from Overdrive. Up first, the Battle of Turtle Village. Overclock University had two Sega reps on sophomore year. First, Chromium Asphyxiation. 
Kicking off your Radio Sega live weekend, this is the Topical Resort with Green Viper 8.
missed an episode and want to catch up? Want to re-educate yourself on the topic of a previous show? Download our podcast from the Radio Sega Media section. Subscribe to us on iTunes or stream the show through Stitcher. Discord Call-In Considering one of the people in the chill-out right now is ordering food and the other one is Jamie, I'm not sure this is going to go too well, but <laughs> we're going to go on with it anyway. Welcome to the top, or welcome back to the top result right. Welcome back to the top result right here on Radio Sega. And coming up now is the Discord call-in segment. So all you need to do: join RadioSE.JF/Discord, grab a microphone, join the chill-out, and from there you have a chance of being on the show. But I'm going to tell you what you just heard before that. That was my favourite remix of the bunch from Momega. That was his remix of Prison Lane from Sonic Adventure 2. Absolutely beautiful, beautiful track. I do. If I if I have to say so myself, I like the original a lot anyway. But that's just a nice little uh, guitar riff. Ri- I was going to say guitar riff riffic, but that doesn't really work that well. Remix. <laughs> then before that, from Micah, that was his take on Mystic Cave Zone from Sonic Adventure, uh, Sonic the Hedgehog 2, specifically a trap remix. For that, from Prince of Darkness and the Super Soul Brothers, that was Mushroom, or Mushrooms. And Knuckles, oh no. And kicking off the blog was a track from Overclocked University that was Twin Seeds Flyby, a remake of the original Twin Seeds Flyby, Flyby, which was on Night's Lucid Dreaming. And you can go ahead and download all of those from their respective artists, either on YouTube or on OC Remix or um, on Dwelling of Jewels. So with that in mind, it's time for the Discord call-in and, well, there's, uh, there's only... There's only two people we can go with. And one of them just said, Where the blank are my pants? This is going to go so badly wrong. Welcome to your doom. Hello. And he's already left. Well, welcome to your doom. <laughs> Try again. Try harder. Welcome to your doom. Why, why are you so quiet? <laughs> Come on, bro. Jamie, why are you quiet? No, you're, you're quiet. And he's not even in the chill what? out. Jamie, stop uh, stop that's... leaving. Jamie. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, sort of, you're just way quieter than normal. Ja- Jamie! It's, it's probably because of my phone. I'll bring my mic closer to Jamie. Oh my god. Jamie stays Jamie. the Jamie. Oh, <laughs> come on. <laughs> he, he was just like saying, Jamie. Then, like, Jamie. 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 Oh, he's got to be doing this on purpose now. <laughs> <laughs> stop! Stop doing this to us, boy. <laughs> Jamie, can't, please. You can't be playing these games don't. with us. Oh, oh, look, we called him out on it, and he's mysteriously now staying. What a shock! Hello. Hello, Jamie. Hello. 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 I, I'm not really looking for you. Gotta be honest. <laughs> Not here. So, so Dean, did you find your pants? I did find my pants indeed, and uh, Sonic the Hedgehog uh, pants that I got from I think probably Primer. I, 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 you also got you've also got uh, on your your Sonic pajamas from Asda, as I can very clearly tell. Oh, oh that's yeah, Asda. Sorry, yeah, Asda. I don't know. My sister bought them for me for Christmas. Yeah. 
See, 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 Voxy, uh, uh, this is not RSN. I'm surprisingly not drunk. I'm just stumbling over my words tonight. <laughs> And a long night for all of us. Yeah, so anyway, uh, what would you guys like to talk about? Actually, I've got something quickly. Twenty just pointed out in the chat room that November third, 23rd is Sonic Mania Day. In 1993, Sonic Chaos, Sonic Spinball, and Sonic CD all came out in North America. So happy 25th birthday to all three of them. I think we all agree that they're all three pretty good games, especially Sonic Chaos. That, that, makes, that, that, that makes me feel old, but I'm not that old considering I'm 26 on November, on November the 25th. So yeah. Oof. Wait, did you just say? Did you just say all of them are good games? Are we talking about Spinball as well here? Is it, it's not. It's not. It's not as good as the other two, but I don't. I don't think it's a horrible game by any stretch of the imagination. Just, just some of the music. Let's 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 order it so it goes CD, Chaos, and then Spinball. Yes. You know what? We, I'm, I'm, you I'm know, sure Donny would probably kill me for that, but I don't care. No, what, what we need on the show is a constant loop of the uh, options menu music for uh, Steve uh, from Spinball. Oh, J- Jamie, Jamie, don't be saying these sort of things, because they, they can be arranged. I would I would that if I were you. It's a good do thing um, VLC died as well. Yeah, so, just uh, hang on, Do I not? how do I not have it? Sonic Spinball, let's search it again. Do I have to search it and play it through? How do I not have this? You don't have Spinball, seriously? No, I have Spinball, I just don't have, um... I just found it, oh, no, no, I found it, I found it. <laughs> Here we go, unfortunately. <laughs> let's turn the talk, or let's turn it down a bit. Yeah, I'll so, turn mine off. Here we, here we go. So, don't, don't ask some things you aren't prepared to listen to, because, well... This, this, this is horrible. I think I think Howard Rotten was just bashing things together to do that one. Uh, I think smashing Wait, is an, I th- I, he was he was on the same drugs that Yuzu Kashiro was when he made Streets of Rage three. He, he what, didn't make what, it. What computer it? made it. Was it him that composed it? Because wasn't there like two or three different composers to Spinball? No, I assume so. I, I don't know. I've never heard about this before. My tags say Howard Rossin, so I'm just going to... Yeah, yeah. My, mine say Howard Rossin for everything, so I'm going yeah. to I'm say sure. you're wrong, Jamie. Except I'm sure he was... Uh, hurry up. Let's see. <laughs> let, let, let's see. According to uh, Sonic Retro, there's uh, three, com- uh, three composers for Sonic Spinball. Well, let me tell you. I'm going to tell that Neo had the dark and tell him he's wrong. Let's see, yeah. a guy called ba- a guy called Bowie Blum, another one called Brian Coburn, and then Howard Johnson himself. So, uh, are, you sure not, are you sure they're not like engineers or anything? According to Sega Lecture, Johnson isn't behind the infamous options menu music. Ah. Whoa, that, that's pretty meta. It says. Like game design, sound and sound and music effects. Barry Bloom with Sega Multimedia Studio, whatever that is. Brian Coburn, same. Howard Russell with SCI. Ha! Sorry. Yeah, we 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 all have so to no <laughs> so, that, that killed my ears. So let's see how Howard Jossin composed the spinball theme, which he originally did the uh, Sonic the Hedgehog theme for, which he got totally removed. Yes. Yeah. Um, Why and then Flight... Something so good. Oh, uh, because he got they Flight... didn't have the license yeah. for it. Yeah. Yeah. 
This one. Uh, and then Flight to the Volcano Fortress, which is... I can't remember which one that is, is that... Is that, what the, is that the intro movie for the game? Maybe the intro movie? Oh, yeah. I don't think that's an intro one. And then Toxic Caves. Uh, so, right, shall we talk about something infinitely more interesting than Sonic's Pinball's music? Do we have anything else that we want to discuss today? <laughs> well, considering what we've been doing for the past week, Viper, we've been playing a lot of Pokemon. Uh, speak for yourself. <laughs> I've been playing Pokemon. I've just done a lot of it. <laughs> I've, I've done, like, today at least, even though I've been working a lot today. Uh, I've done an hour and a half according to uh, my parental controls app. I should limit look, myself. Look, get, and... look, get, get, get some help, first of all. Second of all, are you enjoying it? I am, actually. It's because I've, I've always loved the original. So, it is more streamlined, but... No, I don't mind I'm getting old. I'm getting lazy. I'm just hold my hand, please. So, so <laughs> Jamie, Jamie, how's Pokemon? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't got it. I haven't got it. Yes, that that was the joke. So go along with the joke. So Jamie, how's Pokemon? Um, on a moon. I've got the. <laughs> uh, I've got the Eevee version, and it's a lot better than that rubbish Pikachu version. Yeah, I, I got, I got, I got this game called uh, po- Pokemon Cyber Sleuth. Don't know if you heard of it. <laughs> it's the best <laughs> Pokemon some, some, ever. Someone got it. Good. <laughs> at least, at least I get, at least I, I, I get that joke. So Jamie, what, what Switch games you've been playing that aren't Pokemon then instead? Voxy, are you drunk? I just, I'm just asking a question. Are you drunk? Uh, like, I think we're all drunk. Yeah, but that's not switch <laughs> so try again. Uh, any, anyway, uh, let's see. Lego Harry Potter. Classic. <laughs> One for the ages. Mario Kart 8. Okay, that's better. Well done. <laughs> uh, I know, I'm just still waiting for Smash Brothers in two weeks now. Oh, it's two weeks, isn't it? It really doesn't seem that soon. But hey, some people already have it, so uh, don't complain. A sound chat with my pop up over the weekend. You never know. Oh, oh no, no, no. I, 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 as much as I want to listen to that, no. That, 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 yeah, I'm going to. I'll be quiet. Obviously, I won't. Obviously, go. Oh my god, it is so good. It is a little. Yeah, well, you can. Like you that. just can't. You can't tell us. Oh my god, there's a. Uh, <laughs> There's a banjo kazooie yeah. joke in this. <laughs> yeah, we've been data mining the game, and there's a banjo kazooie. We all know that Callum would absolutely lose his mind, so that's why we'd have to spoil it to him. I think Callum would probably need a whole new cupboard, a whole new, a whole new set of boxes. You, you can't, you can't even think of the word trousers. Well, well done. <laughs> No. Excellent work. But, no, we, we go straight to the core. But you see, if we leaked the game, if we leaked the fact that Banjo was in the game to Callum, he wouldn't need new trousers. He would inst- <laughs> We wouldn't need new trousers because he'd rip <laughs> us to shreds. And then the Grinch is announced, don't we? <laughs> the Grinch is an echo. It's true. <laughs> an we, echo we- for what? I swear, like every show on on this uh, station now somehow delves into discussing Smash Bros. Pretty much every week, yeah, it happens every week. Yeah, it does. Ash, 
So, so let's let's uh, not talk about Smash. Let's instead talk about Brawlout because oh. Jamie, you you own Brawlout. I I, I I own a, a totally don't you don't swear you own Brawlout. Brawlout. Oh, oh, oh the the, um, the one with uh, Rayman. Um, uh, yeah, it's now more. No, it's it's a Switch game. That's literally its only claim to fame: the fact that it has Rayman in it. Hold on, let's look at Switch. It's not called. It's not. It's not called Brawlout. Oh, you're thinking of a different game. Yeah, there's, there's two different games of Brawl in their title. They're both really bad indie games. Brawl, Brawlhalla, something like that. Brawlhalla, it's, it's, it's Brawlhalla, isn't it? No, Brawlhalla. Oh, no, no, Brawlhalla, sorry, yeah. Yeah, Brawlhalla. Brawl, that's what I'm saying. I got Brawl, confused Brawl. again. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie, have <laughs> you been playing that game? Yes, I have. You could have made that so much easier. How is it? <laughs> <laughs> Eh, uh, it's what you'd think a very horrible Smash clone would be. Better than Punch Time or worse than Punch Time? I don't know what Punch Time is. The Cartoon Network game. Oh, I mean I'm, that. I've never, I've never seen it. See, I, I, I love... This just confirms to people that, that think we are drunk that we are drunk because you take about five seconds to respond to everything I say. He's he, coming from Hull and it takes him about five million years to actually <laughs> compute. No, it's the, it's the internet connection over here. Again. Burger time. Wait, I should really search this, don't I? Instead, so, search. I'm just going to type in the word brawl. See what I get. No, not raw. Like, there's been two indie games with the word brawl in their title on Switch in like the past year. So that's why I always get confused with them. They have very similar names. Brawlhalla and Brawlout. One's a free download, one's $17.99. Oh, re really? <laughs> Brawlout's a free download? No, sorry, Brawlhalla's a free download, is it? Yeah, so it's a free to play yeah. game and you can probably download huh, the. I you didn't know, know this. I'm going to. I'm literally grabbing my Switch out of the dock. What do you think I'm doing? <laughs> I grabbed mine out of my bag because I've been work. Because I saw I saw an Xbox the other day and I was like, it didn't, it wasn't free there. So is it just free on Switch or what? I don't know. It should be Brawlhalla should be a free game of all. It's free on PC. It's free on Switch. On PC. Let's look it up. It's a very professional segment because it's already gone down the drain. So something something actually interesting that that won't bore people. That Electric just posted in the chat. Is that the QTE game in Shenmue is actually based off a real hardware or a real game? Oh yeah, big time. I, I, I knew that. I know. Yeah. Well done. Uh, do I do I do I get a prize? Uh, your do your I, prize is you get to leave. Take the door on the left. Uh, yeah. Uh, Brawlhalla Brawl is free on the Xbox. Ja Jamie, I, I <laughs> so. We've discussed whether it's free or not. We haven't actually discussed the game, which was the question I asked. How is Brawlhalla? It's not bad, but if you're one of those people who got it for lame and expect to pay some money for it. How much is Well, yes, it's a free-to-play game. How, how much is he? Uh, I can't remember. This wow. is why we got onto the Back on the store to find out and see if this is a actual This is why people thing. listen to the show, Jamie, and you've let them down. Yeah, Jamie, you're the you're the star attraction and you've you've just let everyone down. 
Please delete yourself. You've ruined this Thanksgiving, Jamie. <laughs> You're talking to someone who's let himself down years ago. What by hosting this show? By going on our. How have you know you've been on almost every episode of this show? You do. You do not get. You do not get to sit in a position of power here. Wait, I've been on almost every episode this year, and I also had a cub. I was also co-presenting an episode of the Dreamcast Hour with you. Yeah, oh, but that doesn't count because Mikael was on that and he was a much better co-host. To be fair though, actually, now, now I'm remembering back to that, I seem to remember his, uh, someone in his family shouting at him the entire episode. <laughs> <laughs> at, least, at, least at least he's not King and he's got dogs barking in the background. No, 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 no it's, the, it's the exact same as King because his family walks in every single time we're playing Smash Bros at least three times. Session. I know. Oh, I know the feel. I mean, whenever we were playing Rocket League, I know that feel very well. <laughs> right. Anyway, let, let's talk about one final thing before we before we go. So, you guys, I, I can't believe I'm saying this. I'm going to let you guys decide what, oh, what no. this thing is. So, what would you like to discuss, Jamie? Yeah, yeah we, you, you got to wait for the lag. <laughs> it's got it's got to be transferred <laughs> to whole. Shut up. <laughs> What, through my 4G connection, yeah. Sent from my iPhone 4G. <laughs> uh, for your boy, eSports soundtrack that I downloaded today. Yeah, I, 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 hear the guy, I hear the guy who made that is actually really sexy, and uh, you, should check it, yeah, you should check out his own website that he made. Yeah, go to uh, FSRine slash GVA, and you'll be good. Actually, um, sp speaking of FF Shrine and uh, not being tongue in cheek for a second, shout out to C4 Dude Three because he sent me a thank you message and said that he was going to check out the website. So, you thank you to him if you somehow listen to this. Thank you to you. Hell yeah! At least, at least they don't um, scam at our uh, uh, put ad revenue over our links. Sitting on clouds, moment here we come. Game <laughs> <laughs> man for sharing something epic moment. This time to discuss sitting on clouds and how they how they uh, make ad revenue of other people's soundtracks. Yeah, I did not know this was a thing. I was discussing with someone actually, and uh, the actual guy I linked you actually, and privately, and I'm like, fuck you now. It's yeah, it's it's because it's we're, we're doing this to share music that we don't really get in league. You know, we can't get. Improper means after music we've I've got you can't really buy can you? No. So, so if you want to try and get hold of the Puyo Puyo eShop the eShop <laughs> eSport soundtrack it's not possible unless you rip the content. Which is what way. I did. I, I, yeah, I know. So I should I should I should explain this not speaking incredible. So basically what happened was, uh, Puyo Esports, someone ripped the game files for the soundtrack, but it was in like a really obscure format, so I came along, properly converted it, uh, like, looped it I properly, it faded it properly, uh, compiled all the tracks that are original, so deleted any other ones, tagged them all properly, p made it into a FLAC, made it into an MP3, uploaded it, yeah. distributed it to people, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw my bone, I'm gonna give this soundtrack to sitting on clouds. The, the first warning is I went into their Discord server, 
I, I got banned from their Discord server for linking to the soundtrack because apparently links are illegal according to Discord. You run a game piracy or you run a game music piracy site. Since when have you ever cared about legality? You absolute moron. <laughs> That is stupid. So, uh, I, but it's like it's all right anyway because in a few days, even though they told me to remove the link from their Discord server, I bet you it'll be on their site and they'll be making ad revenue off something that I spent three hours making. So, uh, so if, yeah, if you like, 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 like that Simon guy was like fucking, you know, calling them out basically, weren't they? Yeah, because it's true. Because all they do is take people's like albums from stuff like FF Shrine and uh, they put it on their own site and they advertise. It, so they make money yeah. off releases which the uh, original creator didn't get money for. This is why I would love, like, it's a vision I've had in mind for years and I don't think it'll ever come to fruition, but there should be something for composers to actually get revenue for their own music. Not just Bandcamp, not just like that. Like, they... Uh, I don't know, it's a fucking weird legality thing, really, isn't it? Yeah. It's so many loops, so many holes, it's like, alright, Sega would need to make money off this, and then, okay, so who would actually make money off it? Would Sega take a slice? Would the actual composer take a slice? It's a fuck, it's, it's a horrible mishmash of <laughs> legality shit, basically, legal shit. That's very true, and on that mind screw up, that's probably time to end the yeah, call, yeah. so... Thank you guys for both coming along. Is there any final, final things you want to say before I drag you back to the chill out? Don't sit on clouds. They may be dangerous, but may steal your stuff. They, they may, they may <laughs> sap you with lightning. And Jamie? Uh, get a better sure. Right, he, does, he doesn't even deserve to stay on after that. Get out of here, Jamie. But anyway, that was the Discord call, and now it's time for the... Toppy Mix, and for those you don't know what the Toppy Mix is, it's where I take my favourite Sega track of the week, it doesn't have to be related to the topic of the episode, it's, I then have a remix which is normally related to the topic of the episode, but in these off-topic episodes, it's not related, it can be anything we want, sometimes it's the topical resort, tropical resort remix of the month, this month it's a remix from Team Sonic Racing, and then after that we have a track from Tetris Effect, because the full, fa- the full soundtrack has finally released, so I'm going to play you a track from that. And then we'll be coming back to finally end off the show. But for now, enjoy the Toppy Mix. Let's get scratching. The Toppy Mix. Oh, 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 
That snazzy music can only mean one thing. It's the end of the show. I know some of you are saying finally in your heads. Because it has been a bit of a long one. But I've had a lot of fun on this ride. It's gone up, it's gone down, it's gone all around. Up and down and all around. But we are finally here at the end of the show. But what you heard there was from Tetris Effect. That was Forest Dawn Boss Cage. And I don't know where that plays in the game, but it's a nice little atmospheric track. Speaking of atmospheric, before that it was a track composed by Michael Jackson from Teen Sonic Racing. That was Boo's House. Uh, The the joke being, or someone someone posted in the YouTube comments that the original was composed by Michael Jackson, which then made me laugh because the entire joke of, because even if it's true, the entire aesthetic of the stage is ghosts. So it got a bit of a chuckle out of me. They're kicking off the block with a track from Sega Hard Girls. That was Chobito 16-Bit, which is actually surprisingly my favourite vocal theme from that anime. It's 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 very good stuff. I've been listening to that a lot of the week, which is why I decided to make it my Sega track of the week. Because otherwise, this Sega Hard Girls never comes up as an as a uh, requestable game slash thing on this show very often. So I had to start it in on the Sega track of the week. Now we're here, this is obviously the main menu theme from Sambody Amigo Wii, and we've only got one thing left, to close off the madness, to to put an end to this, so let's do it. In the Discord, we've had A Winner Was You, we've had myself, we've had Jamie64326, we've had Twinny, we've had Shadix Croft, we've had Voxy, we've had some other people, we've had BrickGamer98. Uh, some other people, again, we've had Rexy, we've had Electric Boogaloo, we've had 
supersonic swag. I keep having to scroll up because we sent a lot of messages tonight. We had John the VG Nerd. We also had, I believe we had Callum Lurking. We had J Star as well. And that could pop. Oh, no, we also had TCB. We don't forget TCB. And I believe that is definitely it. No, we also have Kefki. <laughs> so thank you to everyone who's been listening to the show. I appreciate those of you who stuck around during the half an hour wait at the beginning of the show because, well, it, it, the software. Software is not my friend in this drunken state. I'm still not drunk. It's a joke. But you, see, you really seem to be believing this. So I'm going to keep going along with this joke. Uh, when it was you said that could have been heard as Boo's house. Yes, this this shows a booze house. <laughs> let's get let's get it over with. But you want to know what's happening next week first. So next week on the show, we'll be taking a look at the back catalogue of Yu Suzuki. And for the mindful of you, you'll have already realised what's up. But for the rest of you, it's just a show about Yu Suzuki. Nothing different. We're just going to be covering Yu Suzuki. With that in mind, I've been I've been Groove Operator, you've all been awesome. I'm going to end things off with another track from Sonic Forces, because it's my show, I do what I want, and this is the interior version of Arsenal Pyramid. I've been Groove Operator, you all have been awesome. Thank you so much for listening, and as always, stay topical. the show 
Check out the full Radio Sega live schedule at radiose.ga forward slash shows. Radio Sega, playing the best Sega music 24-7.